What up? You probably saw him on Last Chance U, seasons three and four, I believe, on Netflix, where he led independence to a championship. They asked me to do a podcast, the Coach JB Show, uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I ain't no math major, but I'm a hustler. I'm going to give it to you raw and uncut. That's Coach JB. Sarah Cheek, mother of four and an OnlyFans content creator. I want to give an unfiltered, be real, true evaluation of different things and, and really share my opinion as well. Fucking slap dicks. All in, all gas, no brakes. I love sports. That's just a part of who I am. She's got sports blood in her, so she's on the cover of FHM magazine. And the coach on Shady Show. I'll never stop trying to reach the top because I still remember how the bottom feels. This is an anomaly, this guy right here. Yeah. This is a unicorn. Ain't nobody going to say shit about JB. I've got a clip on my shoulder. Yeah. Trying to eliminate this soft society we have. I'll drink my yak and smoke my stick. And I'll get it back right Hello, everybody. It is the Coach JB Show, and it is Work Boot Wednesday. And we have so much going on today. We are going to talk about KJ Jefferson, how he hasn't practiced all week and will more than likely be out Saturday. How does that affect Arkansas? Next, will Tom Brady play better post-divorce, or does Giselle get an OnlyFans? Kardashian drama, as always, for those of you who don't know and who haven't seen, Chloe tweeted at Kanye, who has gone crazy. And I mean, at this point, I don't know what's going to happen to Kanye. Is he going to get like destroyed by their witchcraft or the kidnapping kid scenario that they've accused him of? Oh, my God. Who knows? Anyways, Matt McChesney is on today. And I have so many questions for him because I know the ladies have been wondering, is he available or not? We're going to dive in and see whether he is team Tom or Giselle. Does he like blondes or brunettes? And of course, the question you guys have all been asking me in my DMs, do O-line men have better sex? Are they better in bed or not? We'll ask him those things. I'm trending in the tabloids once again. JB is launching his cigar line. And if you didn't know, Kyler Murray still sucks. So other than that, Zach Smith is also trending with Vol Nation because he told everyone he bleeds orange and Tennessee will beat Bama and Georgia, allegedly on New York Porch Sports. And we all know I got duped. But I still do think that Zach Wilson should text Giselle. Without further ado, let me introduce you to the man, the myth, the legend, Coach JB. Man, that's a hell of an intro right there. That's Sarah Blake, everybody. Make sure you hit the like button just for her alone. Um, That's going to be our new intro. We had to check it out. 
And uh, Sarah had to throw those big, beautiful pink glasses on, if you didn't know. I had to bring it out on her. Bring it out, bring it out. I wish I could play the song, but we'll get fucking copyrighted. So I won't. Um, Sarah, that's a good job. I appreciate you introducing the, sh- introducing the show. Matt McChesney's on the other side. We're going to get after it. This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BLEAV50. B-L-E-A-V-5-0. And don't forget to go to CanadipCBD.com. I need you to buy this right here. Get me some of these so I can win the damn contest. Um, using the promo code COACHJB, all caps. Appreciate everybody. Vince Bridget, uh, Stop Smoking Specialist, is in the house. <laughs> I appreciate you as well. Uh, Sarah, that's an impressive intro. Um, we got Matt McChesney. We're going to talk all things football. I can't wait to you to ask those questions to him and, um, and uh, you know, see him. Uh, That'll be so good. See him. Nate Robbins, uh, quit asking how to become a member, dog, because I'm going to block your motherfucking ass. You better figure it out. Go Google that shit, homie. It ain't that fucking hard. Shit. There's 400 fucking members. Why are you the only motherfucker who can't figure it out, homie? Shit. Um... Anyway, you got me fucking being all primitive and shit, and we got a woman in the house because your fucking ass is dumb as a rock. Um, Sarah, we got a lot to discuss today. We got a lot to discuss today. Um, I'm going to put the ticker on real quick. I got to get to the quote of the day, though. Go to sleep hungry so you can wake up starving. That's how I go to sleep every night. I want to wake up starving. So don't you, and especially you, guys like this uh, Nate Robbins, you're probably some fat fucking 600-pound fuck who goes to bed anyway. Stop eating before you go to bed. You'll probably lose some fucking weight. But if you don't, <laughs> wake your ass up hungrier than ever. Go to sleep hungry. Wake up starving. And it starts by waking up, first of all. And how about you make your fucking bed and then maybe go do a piss and shit. Um... We got a lot to discuss here, Sarah. Uh, make sure you follow Sarah on all her Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. She is trending again in the tabloids. Um, she is on uh, what magazine? <laughs> oh my, I'm on Playboy. No, but I know. trending in the tabloids. I mean, it's everywhere. Like from the UK loves me, so I'm in the Daily Star. I'm in uh, Irish mirror in the mirror i don't know all of the shit that's over there and then mexico <laughs> san juan puerto rico news i mean i'm going global in this bitch <laughs> that's what i'm talking about global shit <laughs> global worldwide um i appreciate you uh introduction without further ado we got to bring in our main man matt mcchesney clap it up Hey Matt, we do a we do a segment we do a first segment of the show, man. We're we're gonna start right in, and, and I don't know if you've ever had foreplay with Sarah, but today we're gonna have foreplay, and, and it's gonna be an awkward threesome. Um, let's get into foreplay <laughs> with uh, Matt and Sarah. Um, we're in the foreplay segment of this show. Um, <laughs> hey Sarah, I don't cross swords, I and I'm definitely not gonna look at Matt if we did have a threesome. And not this Matt either. Not your Matt either. It's fucking weird. You have two Matts in your life now. I know, right? <laughs> this is so, awesome. Um, <laughs> make sure you follow that Matt McChesney's on Twitter, killer, Instagram. Get him off you, Sarah. Get yeah. off you, man. You're I know. Up, dog. Hey, I appreciate you joining us, dog. We're Wednesday. We're Work Boot Wednesday, Hard Hat Wednesday. We love to have Matt on because it's that it's that type of party. Uh, tomorrow's Thursday night football game. Um, 
we got a lot to discuss here uh, tonight and today. Um, man, a lot of a lot of things going on. I, I, I got to ask you a few things, man, about NFL football. I know we do a lot of NFL in the morning. Um, let me ask you something about uh, pretender or contender. Are the Dallas Cowboys Ooh. a contender until Dak Prescott comes back? <laughs> no, I think they're a good football team, man. Their defense is legit. They, they look like they've improved from last year, losing Randy Gregory, and they got better. Um, what Russia's doing is big time. I mean, he's putting himself in position to make this a legitimate quarterback controversy. And it, at first, everyone was like, ha-ha, quarterback controversy, fucking Jerry Jones, ha-ha, <laughs> old senile motherfucker just talking shit. <laughs> Except now it's happening. So I, he really, they really have to look at this. You, acting like they're not going to have a drop off in production with that coming back at least for a week as he gets his feet back underneath him is ridiculous. They're absolutely not going to play the same. So I'll, I'll, I'll shoot the question back to you, quarterback coach guy. What I mean, would you would you go with Dak right now, or would you go with Cooper? I'm going with Cooper until we lose. Yeah, I'm going with Rush until we lose as well. I'm going with because, until because we lose. Dak hasn't. Dak's not. He's just not a bona fide superstar quarterback. He's really good, but he's not a superstar in my opinion. Let me ask you this: Is I've heard people today in the media say, "Let's get Dak back there, but let's do." on offense what they're doing with Cooper Rush right now. And I said, you just said something that is complete oxymoron. You are telling yourself something that cannot happen. I don't believe you can implement what you're doing with Cooper Rush with Dak Prescott, A. And I don't think Dak Prescott will want to have that implemented on him, B. So So you you don't think that Dak could be able to step into that system? I think he, he could, couldn't he? I mean, he just won't? Is that what you're saying? Yes. I, I, I'm saying his Man. style is so embedded that instead of Cooper Rush stepping up in the pocket, throwing the football away, or not taking the risk, Dak is more of a, okay, I'm going to make a play, extend it, i.e. break my leg, i.e. break my thumb, i.e. fuck up. And he needs to be that guy. <laughs> He's not that guy. And you can't just overnight he, implement a brain smart, transplant. he would be. If he was smart, he would look at what Cooper Rush is doing right now and buy in completely and 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 go into that that mold of a quarterback and then improvise when he needs to, not improvise when he needs to. <laughs> ego is the enemy. I totally agree. Pride and ego. The male, it's the male hip exercises. The hip exercises are throwing him off. I think that, well, J.B., you need to go grab his ah, hips and ah. just adjust them, you know? I yeah, think he's got to be just hell on I, I think I would choke. I think I would choke. I, I, I think I would choke fuck him if I saw him doing Breaking that. Breaking hips. If I saw him doing that pregame for me, I'd choke fuck him. I mean, I uh, have, I'd have to walk by him and be like, you know that they have cameras and shit everywhere, right? You're on TV, dog. Uh, That's why he has a mattress uh, endorsement, because he's breaking the fucking frames on all those goddamn mattresses. Uh, this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. I got to get you and Sarah's take on this right here. Um, this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Cole Beasley has decided to retire one week after coming out of retirement to play for Tom Brady. 
Uh, his agents, Joel and Justin Turner, said that he is ready to be with his family after playing 11 years, and it's time to be a full-time dad and husband. Why show Tom Brady right there? It's very ironic that Tom Brady could not do this, and now he's going through divorce. So, Sarah... Who tweeted this? Give me your take. Give me your take. I want to know what your take is. Go ahead and ask Matt your Giselle Tom Brady story. I got to know. That's a dig. That's like a straight dig. Whoever did like tweeted that. How dare you? One, two. (laughs) Why? Like, why are we so involved in the relationship? I know they're not normal people and all of this crap. It's like the royal family of football right now. Look, are you team Tom or team Giselle? I'm team Tom all day. Yeah, I'm riding with my guy. Look, if if I'd imagine I'm look, I don't know. I'm not involved in the relay. I'm not Antonio Brown living in the fucking basement, you know, cranking it about Giselle upstairs. Like, oh Giselle, that ain't me. <laughs> Is Cole so, Beasley in the basement too? Cole, I think Cole Beasley just went home. He was like, Yeah, I don't want to fucking deal with any of this. <laughs> so I uh I'm team Tom and I think that he wanted to go back to playing and he's a football junkie and she gave him an ultimatum that, you know, if you go back to ball, I'm divorcing your ass and taking you to the cleaners, except he probably might get more money out of this deal than she will because she might be more worth more than he is at this point. Um, and I look, man, I, as a, I'm divorced, so Football is not for everybody, and being a football wife is not for everybody also. So it takes a really tough woman to be in this business with alpha dudes that are, you know, gung-ho and all straightforward. And and yes, is it it wrong for Tom, for us guys like me, to love football as much as we love our families? I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't think it is. I don't I think, think it is either. It's, it's not like she married him. Plane. You know, so, she married him knowing who he was. It's not yeah, like they were like she, together it's not before. Like he, he became Tom Brady. They didn't meet right. in high school. So right. <laughs> it's, he didn't go to high school in Brazil. So it's. Uh, I think that what she's doing is, without knowing the intimate details of their relationship and who she's bang banging on the side and who he's bang banging on the side. Um, I, I think that the way she's doing it publicly and like kind of dragging mm-hmm. it through the mud a little bit and how public it is. I, I think it's kind of dirty, man. Like I, stand, I thought you took fucking vows, man. Stand by your dude. Just cause he wants stand to stand by your football, man. What the fuck? Man. It's not like he's, that's exactly the thing. It's not like he's done something completely detrimental to her well-being he's trying to provide and that's what he loves so so she's kind of being shitty i agree with you i mean and look she's from a soccer country so what do you expect mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know she's been there this long all of a sudden you're sour uh, i got a problem with that I, I i bet you tom has has remorse a little bit because the actress that he was originally uh oh yeah the, the baby to, mama has first what's her name um, she's his first baby mama. I think her yeah, name is Bridget. Yeah, she's the actress from Lord of War, and she's she's, she's gorgeous. gorgeous I yes, think she looks than Giselle. I agree. That that's just me. I like a little bit of meat. Exactly. Well, that's yeah. Exactly. That's another thing. I wouldn't give Giselle a squirt of piss, <laughs> but that's just yeah, Giselle. Me. Giselle just looks pissed off. She looks like she's just going to start an argument right now. So, now. so does Tom Brady get fat? Because is he going to go on a binge? Like, Fuck was no. she the Tom reason Br- why? Brady. Dog, I bet you if you if she divorces Tom Brady and he's single on the streets in Tampa, 
that guy's going to fucking lay more pipe than Tampa plumbing. Oh, boy. Is he going to lay more pipe our, than AB? You know, flooding. <laughs> In the pool. <laughs> Tom and AB next to each other, laid up. <laughs> oh. But his Double would be, would it be like smaller? The blur would be smaller? Well, I don't know. AB looked like he was stretching his shit pretty good there. <laughs> so... Yeah, I don't know about that one. There, yeah. there's the, I, I always took the eyes up policy in the shower. Seriously, I was trying to keep eye contact as much as possible. <laughs> I know. would pecker check everybody. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> if the dude walks in and he's like, hey, hey, good practice today, and looks down, you're like, yo, eyes up. <laughs> Gross. Hey, let, let's get in some, uh, a little bit of college. Uh, by the way, Jerry Jones came out and said he. He can't imagine Cooper Rush replacing Dak Prescott, by the way, apparently. So, oh my God. Uh, Utah I travels to not. UCLA. I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, in, back in your wheelhouse, number 11, Utah travels to UCLA, 18 UCLA this weekend to try to spoil Chip Kelly's <laughs> hot run. Uh, the Bruins are coming off this big win over Washington and Michael Penix. They're 5 0. Oh. Um, they've won their last three games. Um, of the year last year also blowing out SC Colorado and Cal Chip Kelly's first 40 games. He was 15 and 25 and now all of a sudden he's won eight in a row and seems like they're on a roll. Um, UCLA or Utah's also cruised a little bit in the last few games, blowing out Oregon state who gave SC problems uh, after losing to Florida first game of the season. What do you uh, see with this game? Uh, how do you see it playing out, and how big of an implication does this have on anyone from the West going to the Final Four? I mean, it's huge. It's If Utah loses, they're officially done. They're still in it because they lost out of conference. Uh, UCLA can keep this undefeated streak going, and they could go undefeated until they get to that SC game. And can you just imagine the hype around an undefeated SC, undefeated UCLA you know, Thanksgiving Day top five matchup, because that's what it'll be. One will be like three and one will be five or something like that. So, you know, I would love to see that, honestly, at this point. With I would rather see UCLA run the table and SC run the table so you can have that matchup and then potentially get it again in the Pac-12 title game now, knowing that it's no longer split division. Now it's going to be best records play each other. Is so, that this year? Yeah, they, they, they flipped it this year, so that's a good thing. So I this is a huge, huge game for both schools. Um, Utah dropping the opener, you know, it sucks for them then and it sucks for them now. It's it's that, you know, that blemish that they can't, you know, they can't fuck up again. They've, they've officially fucked it up already, and now they can't do it again. So UCLA's got a real game changer, though, in, in, in uh, Thompson Robinson. That kid, his is electric he's really showing me something and i don't know if he's a i don't know if he's an nfl player or not or if he's just a really really good college football player but i'll revert that question back to you is dtr an nfl call an nfl signal caller not close yeah i I, didn't, I don't think so either but he's damn good college football player so so is so many uh, you know what i mean so is so many coming a, out of college you know that's the problem and i, I would yeah, love to have this, this deep debate he's about definitely it a problem in the open field so. it, it's crazy i was I'm watching not, pat mcafee show um i was watching pat mcafee show just a minute ago and he had matt lombardi on um or michael lombardi i'm sorry and uh yeah he literally spit out every single thing i said on jason whitlock's show on monday and i've been saying for weeks and then I look down on Twitter and he follows me. I'm like, oh, fuck. 
Hey, man. Well, of you course should, he does. You should come on you my show. Remember what we were just talking about? Copyright? Yeah. They're going to copyright your ass soon. Hey, I'm like, I'm like, hey, dog, you should come on my show. I'm like, hey, Lombardi, come on my show, man. We got to talk about this. He literally has said everything. Quarterback play in the NFL is shitty. It is shitty. There's eight quarterbacks last week that threw for under 200 yards. Like, but that is a transcending, that is a spiraling effect coming from college and horrible coaching, transfer portal. Not being coached up or being coached by three different coaches and having three different philosophies and ideologies. And I just see it getting worse and worse and worse, man. We just keep drafting quarterbacks, throwing them into shit-ass fire with shitty programs in the NFL and expect them to fucking succeed. And it ain't happening. And DTR, I I know those coaches. I I got buddies on that staff. You know, they're running tempo, shotgun, RPO. I mean, is he ready for the NFL? No. Yeah, I, 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 he may be able to go and develop, but you throw him to the wolves too early, and they'll they'll eat him up. He'll be food quick. So look at Justin Fields, bro. I mean, he looks. Yeah, bad. I think Dion just said something okay, about this. Did you guys see what Dion said? No. I think that he just had like this whole conversation about how these guys are not ready to be drafted straight out of college yet, like they are, or straight out of high school. They need to be put son. through something. Yeah. His son's a hell of a player in college mm-hmm. at Jackson State. I'd be very interested. We'd be interested to see if Dion gets a job at a Georgia Tech or Colorado or Nebraska or something and takes his son with him and how he plays right. when he jumps up to that level because he can spin it for damn sure. Um, got some very disturbing news, man. This is very hard for me to break. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna show this video and I, it's about a two minute video. I want everybody to pay attention to it. It broke news. Good friend of mine who's passed away, rest in peace, was a legendary coach here. I want to give a little backstory to this school first. There's a high school local to me right up the street. When I recruited them, they had three first rounders on the same high school roster. All right. Stefan Bradford, Jimmy Smith, and Brad Sorensen, who I coached and recruited, and he played for me in junior college. Later on, went to BYU. Later on, played at uh, Utah, Southern Utah, was a double, uh, FCS player of the year. Played for the Chargers and the Vikings and the Titans. Uh, this is just breaking news as of yesterday. Uh, they're say, they're claiming that his daughter now, 20 years ago, by the way, um, sexually abused a bunch of football players. She was the football trainer. And I, I just want to show this video and give you a little context. And I want to get Matt and Sarah, since we have a beautiful segment here, uh, I want to get your guys' take on this because I think I have a whole nother one and I'm curious on your guys'. But here's the video. We can all watch it live. Juan, she was the athletic trainer. Her father, the famous head football coach, Tiffany Strauss-Gordon, has since moved to Grand Terrace High School in the IE where she has now been put on administrative leave. The attorney for the former football player says when Tiffany Strauss-Gordon was in her 20s and working as the athletic trainer for the football team at Colton High School, she sexually abused six teenagers. It took place basically everywhere within Colton High School. That would include the locker room for the varsity football players, training rooms, weight rooms, classrooms, bathrooms, in vans to um, football-related events and at a few homes. 
A lawsuit has been filed against Strauss Gordon and events. the Fulton Joint Unified School bang, District bang by on the alleged way to victims from banquet? San Bernardino County who are now in their 30s. They claim their now deceased coach, Harold Strauss, a legend in football circles, and other staff were aware of the red flags of the sexual abuse. One time, the lawsuit states, Tiffany Strauss Gordon disappeared with a player at her father's home after a team dinner and engaged in a sex act. Gordon's misconduct was no secret, <laughs> according to the victim's lawyer. The abuse allegedly lasted for years. The no claim secret. describes an alleged incident when, quote, unexpectedly, Coach Strauss entered the locker room, the lawsuit states, interrupting Gordon's ongoing sexual assault of John Doe 7046. When Coach Strauss made his way through the locker room, he confronted the two and asked why the lights were off. <laughs> Gordon made excuses, claiming that they were just closing up and leaving. As you can see from our complaint, um, we believe Leaning there up. are several employees, coaching staff, Getting personnel, weird, administrators JB. at the school who failed these kids. And so the yeah. school district is liable based upon the failures of its employees. The former player's attorney says rather than doing something about the sexual assaults, Coaches made jokes about the football team trainer's behavior, calling it, quote, <laughs> Tiffany's special treatment. That was brought to you by CBS, oh, by the way. Um, that was brought to you by CBS, by the way. I have to give that out there so we don't get copyrighted. Um, all right, here we go. I got it's right up the street from me. I recruited that high school for years. They've been loaded for years. That team is used to have a Stephon Bradford, Jimmy Smith played for the Ravens for many years in the NFL. Um, I gotta ask Sarah, number one, Sarah, you're a woman. Uh, we won't use the R word or nothing, but I gotta ask you something. Could do you think you could force me to have sex with you and as, as a high school senior? I'm so glad you're going down this road. This I, awesome. I, I, I just want to okay. get this out of the way. I'm not sexist here, Sarah. I'm not can, sexist. Can a man I'm, get raped is what you're asking. I, I, just, yeah. I just can't. I can't use that word no more. But, yes. Could you forcefully take my dick? By a woman. I mean, <laughs> really? No, is this these, a real these question? kids were doing jumping jacks. Tiffany yeah, walked in. And she was like, uh, "It's uh, let me tape your ankle and your." And these kids were like, "Yes, this is awesome!" They're dying uh, from high fiving. I mean, so it, then why are they saying this is like? Did you see that this parent, J, John Doe seven one of the parents, oh, seven guarantees. six? One okay. of really? these mom figured out what happened and wrote an email, and now it blew up. I'm glad me and Matt think alike, man, because this is 20 years old or or so. Yeah, this is when I was recruiting them 15 years ago. Yeah. And these guys have gone to the NFL, had long, luxurious NFL careers. I'm very curious on why now we want to sue after Coach Strauss, the father of this lady, died. He died two years ago. There's nobody there to ago. defend her either. He died two years ago, and, he, and they specifically said he walked in the locker room and witnessed things and asked questions, but he's dead now. So you can't even answer. You can't even ask him. But we're going to sue now, fifteen years later. And is I'm just it, very curious. Group, is it a group of people or just one plaintiff? No, it's like plaintiff. four guys playing. Four plaintiffs now come forward and said. So there's four four ex players that are claiming that they were sexually abused. Yeah, but they're grown men now. They're in their thirties. I'm sorry, but I. <laughs> 
come on, guys. I mean, you want us to actually think that you were sexually abused here? Give me a fucking break. Come on. They probably walked out smiling ear to ear. Nah, me and you would be alive. We'd be alive like that. We'd be alive like that. Exactly. Special treatment. Her special treatment. It's yeah, a fucking exactly. joke. So, no, I, I don't think that they should get any money for this twenty years later. <laughs> so, so, so let they me ask get, a serious they want question. that OnlyFans money though. That's literally what Fuck it is. You. Okay, Maybe I got to foot fetish going. I got to right. ask a serious question though, Sarah. Uh oh, you're like. Uh, this gets real because I've had arguments like where the girl wanted to beat me for this. Like I'm telling females, there's no way you could R word me. You ain't going to be able to forcefully take my dick. And no way. And these kids are 16, 17, 18 years old and they play football. It's not like the little Asian math kid who can get his ass taken, <laughs> right? No, this is a fucking NFL player. This is an NFL no. player. You're not taking his ass, Sarah. I'm sorry. So why are we now so, like, gung-ho on this? Uh, it's still sexual abuse. Is it I mean, sexual especially abuse? if I'm taping his ankle and I'm, like, you know, creeping up the leg. He's going to be like, whoa, whoa, Yeah, whoa. but I want to say, whoa. He's going to be like, hey. And she just reaches up and grabs his shit. He's got to be like, okay, is this an invitation right. or has she gone crazy? And then after that, anything that happens after that, he could easily get out of. Yeah. Just right. just walk away briskly and just like, no, I'm, I'm going to point my cock somewhere else. And then you don't do this. So, right. Sarah, Sarah, do you look at it different, though, than a guy and a girl? Like, so if a guy, if this was a reversal, Matt, and that guy, was the guy was a trainer. A crime. Yeah, the, tra- the a crime, trainer was right. a guy. Now we have a pen, I, now I we have a pin state. Some men out there that are like, some men are like, oh well, it goes both ways. I'm like, dog, if you can't fend off a female that's gone cock crazy and she's just like, give <laughs> me it, you're fucking that's crazy. That's what I was I thinking. Mean, she, I'm like, was she, she turned like into a cock zombie apparently? And she's give me the dick, <laughs> and you can't fucking stiff armor and get away. You're a fucking. What's wrong with you? That's what I'm you saying. You call yourself dog. a fucking man. You call yourself a fucking man. And you can't get away from a cock zombie? How dare you? I know. I agree. Oh, man. I don't look Uh, at it different. I just, I I don't. I I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Um, (laughs) All right. Here we go, Sarah. I got to show this. Uh, Matt, we got to show this. This guy's been a shitbird since he went to East Mississippi Junior College, okay? Um, Another youth football gone bad. LeGarrette Blunt. Oh, youth football, so fun. It's a brawl. Yeah, what a bunch of dumbasses. I I, I just can't fathom this anymore, dog. Like, why? Now, listen to this shit. Right here in Ontario, California, during a youth football game at Colony (laughs) High School, there was apparently three injured in a gun shooting um, after the youth football game. And I'm like, well, there's a, a guy earlier in the year that got killed in Dallas at a youth football game. Remember that? Talib's mm-hmm. uh, a brother. Exactly. So, look, I, I'm coaching a 12 year old team right now, my son's team, and it is like a reality TV show, bro. The parents, <laughs> the parents are are just off the wall. Like, mm-hmm. not all of them, but a lot of them, like, just can't keep their mouth shut. They've got to get involved with everything. They can't just let the coaches coach. It's more of a babysitting thing for them here. 
as opposed to what you're showing where it's super competitive there. You know, I bet you it's role reverse where that it's overly competitive and people are freaking out. And here I'm getting shit for being competitive. We're like, for example, the parents will come up and be like, hey, so why doesn't my kid play? And I'm like, well, he can't get into a stance and I don't really trust. He's going to get hurt. For example, we were at a game Saturday and we had a kid go down. And this kid has been playing nose tackles like the whole year. And he's one of the reserves. And I'm like, hey, you got to go in the game, go to nose tackle. And he ran in and started playing strong safety three deep and i'm like on the sideline like nose tackle not safety <laughs> and that kind of goes full circle to what i'm talking about here while his parents are sitting up on the hill being like my kid is the next william refrigerator perry get him in the game he doesn't even know where to line up so it's uh the the youth football shit is crazy bro i've never it experienced it before this year and the emotions in it are crazy high so it did, none of this, nothing that happens in youth football surprises me whatsoever. I I don't know what to think, man. Uh, Sarah's got boys playing and, and, and had play, or had. Well, they're not there. They were playing, and now playing. they're, you know, we're banned. But at the same time, it was fun. Uh, you're, you're we loved it. Because you're banned because of what you do professionally? Yes. What a bunch of fucking cowards, dude. It has nothing to do with my kids. And then they called the other leagues in the area, in the football area, like or in Tampa, and told them what I do. So they warned them about our family. And so my kids haven't been able to play football, and that's all they want to do. You, they you don't have any recourse? You can't sue them for this? Nope. Like they, That's your profession. Yes, but there's nothing that I can do. I took. I went yeah, straight to the top, too. Stupid. Yep. That's not cool at all. Mm-mm. Anybody that does that to somebody else, you're, you're I'm you're a straight coward, motherfucker. Calling you out, it's bad. But I mean, there's like I, I think Amari Cooper just was, was talking about how they bet on youth football games. That's true. They did that here too, where some of the parents were betting on the games. Like, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's getting it's getting a little crazy. <laughs> and down south Texas way, it's. It's legit. Like, I, that's where I would rather be, though, because it's mm-hmm. more serious. I'm surrounded by hobby town shit where, like, parents right. will just come drop their kids off and act like it's babysitting. And then yes. the kids who are serious, like, I've got parents like, oh, well, you curse and you're re- you, you're you're yelling at the kids. And I'm like, I'm coaching. They're like, well, <laughs> we, we just don't know if we really like it. And I'm like, then go to a different team. I'm not going to change what I'm doing just because you can't fucking handle it. So there's a lot. Again, there's a ton of people who should not be playing football. Your kids Mm -hmm. should not be playing football. And if you want to feed, there's there's two ways to look at this. You can either be food or you can get ready to hunt. So there's a lot of of players that are food. And I I don't want to be looked at as food. I don't want to, like, get on the field – and have the good player on the other team look at me and go, that guy's food. I'm the right. hunter. I want my kid to be the hunter. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of kids out here who are food. And parents don't usually like it when their kids become prey. Hey, we're getting into uh, crunch time of the college football season. Um, we've never, we haven't had a meaningful football game this late in the game, season in Pac-12 football in probably fucking 10 years. Um <laughs> But headed on over to the Red River Rivalry, the 118th edition, Sark and the Texas uh, Longhorns traveling to Oklahoma. Quinn Ewers is supposed to return. Um, 
I think this. I think that uh, Texas is a four-point favorite. Um, it's crazy. Venables' defense is absolutely atrocious. They allow thirty-seven a game. Texas is scoring thirty-seven a game. Um, both are averaging about four fifty a game on offense. Um, who gets this one? And uh, if Oklahoma loses three in a row, are they? Uh, is everyone going to start cr- crying and bitching in Norman? I think they're crying and bitching in Norman already. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I think Texas does win. Uh, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Venables is fired before he gets back to the locker room. And really? I understand he just got there. But Oklahoma's the kind of place that doesn't sit back and wait. If they think they've made a bad decision or they hired – Venables is an unbelievable defensive coach. No one's sitting here debating that shit. He's a bona fide superstar defensive coordinator in college football. But I don't know if he's a offensive guru that can step in there and replace Lincoln Riley at the the you know the, the stature that he left. I mean, they that offense is cooking and they're producing Heisman Trophy winners left and fucking right, and they dominate a conference, and now they're not just losing. They didn't get upset like in their two losses in the Big 12 play. Kansas State rolled into Norman. And beat the fucking bricks off of them in front of all the home crowd bad. Mm-hmm. Like 300 plus yards rushing and five rushing touchdowns, four by the quarterback. And then the next week, they went to Fort Worth and TCU, and TCU put 55 fucking points on them. It was 48 to 14 halfway through the third quarter. TCU could have scored 70 fucking points if they wanted to. And I wish they had of, because how many times has Oklahoma put 70 points on somebody in the Big 12? So. You know, if I'm Oklahoma, I'm looking at this like this is make or break. This is nut cutting time because they can as as they built this mountain of excellence. And right now they are falling off a fucking cliff, cliff of despair. Texas. At some point, you've got to start looking at it if they do lose this game as how long does Shark have? I mean, right. You can't just sit around and say that everybody's safe in their jobs when you're losing to Texas Tech and. You know, you're not playing well against certain, you didn't play that well against West Virginia. And, you know, UTSA struggled here. And it's just, well, how are they going to do in the SEC if this is what they're bringing? And this, this is full circle. It's careful what you wish for. We talk about it all the time, right? Right. Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. You better fucking go in there, both of you winning 10, 11 games that year before where your brand's up. Because if you go in with your brand down or subpar, that doesn't help at all. They're, mm-hmm. I don't think that they really understand what they're getting themselves into, which is crazy to me. I still don't understand why all these upper echelon programs, my alma mater, Colorado, did it. Nebraska did it. They're the, the two best examples of running a division in a conference for a long time, always being in bull contention and, and ranked, and then leaving that conference and completely having no base to stand on. That's what Texas and Oklahoma more so Oklahoma than Texas is getting into. At least Texas has some of the Southwest Conference roots right. that they're returning to with A&M and Arkansas and shit like that. Oklahoma is going to, to – to, they're going to be a total fish out of water in the SEC, in my opinion. Uh, I do too. See, a guy like Sark can adapt and use the SEC towards his recruiting. You know what I'm saying? Right. He can use the SEC to gain recruits and and be the sexy guy in Texas and get into the SEC like he did in in, in Cali. Cali's ain't nothing guy. sexy about Venables. 
Nah, Venables <laughs> don't have that sexiness, dog. He don't have it. He don't have it. He looks like Tom Brady on crack, A, and then B, he doesn't look like the guy that everyone's, you know, as we know. You know, you get the main player, dog. You better holler at the mama. <laughs> I know that's yeah. I'm a victim. All right, so <laughs> let me get into these. Uh, Speaking of which, there are all these questions pre like pre show. When am I getting all these questions? Because I oh they're shit, coming. Oh, uh, they're coming. Too. Shit. They're coming. They're coming. Uh, we gotta get our football. Shit. We gotta get a bunch of frisky females on the on the fucking line that yeah. are asking about the big guy. Hey, we gotta get they our are. fucking meats and uh, meat and potatoes out the way first. Uh, all right. <laughs> There's five one-loss teams. The the best power five one-loss teams out there. And I got to mention this because Pac-12 has several of them. SC, UCLA undefeated. But Washington State, who throttled Michigan State, we didn't know, or I mean Wisconsin, we didn't know if they were serious or not. Wisconsin later has fired their coach, so they must be shitty. Washington Jesus. blew out Michigan State. We thought that was real. Michigan State's been blown out three weeks in a row. They're shitty. Um, so we don't know how good our one-loss teams are. Utah loses to a shitty SEC Florida team. So we don't know. Oregon got throttled by Georgia game one. Um, Oregon State's now lost two in a row. They're out of it. But UCLA and SC are undefeated. But SC takes on one-loss Washington State. UCLA takes on one-loss Utah. And then you have other teams in the country that have one loss. What team can finagle their way in the playoff? with one loss, if any, other than Alabama and Georgia. Other than Alabama and Georgia. Um, Maybe Ohio State? Maybe? Well, look, I'm going to go with teams that have one loss right now. And that the team at the top of that list for me is Kansas State. It was an out-of-conference loss to Tulane. Tulane went on the road last week and beat Houston in overtime. They, in turn, only have one loss as well. They're a good Sunbelt team this year. Adrian Martinez has walked in and has Kansas State rolling. And if they can figure out a way to keep this going and win Pat and win Big 12 games and win the Big 12 with one loss that's out of conference, they're getting into the playoffs. So, you know, it's when you look at this, I don't see Washington State running the table. They lose to SC this weekend. Um, I think there's, you know, there's some good one loss teams out there. But I think that a lot of the one-loss teams will be two or three-loss teams by the end of the season. Um, and then a lot of these undefeated teams, you know, the Michigan-Ohio State game, one of those guys are going away with an L. And right. then you have to look at it as, are they going to play again in the Big Ten title game? Because they're probably going to be the best two teams in the Big Ten. That You'd have the same thing happen in the Big 12 and the same thing happen in the Pac-12 as well. So. Man, it's going to be interesting. The The college football, I don't know if it's parody or just overall shittiness, uh, but at least it's all competitive, that's for sure. Watered down as fuck. That's what it is. Uh, let me ask you this. K-State, in my opinion, just not sexy enough to get in over a one-loss Michigan team, in my opinion. They're not sexy enough to get in over a one-loss Clemson, a one-loss... Uh, I agree with that. You know what I mean? That's the thrust. Yeah. And now, let me ask you this. If KU wins out and wins the Big 12 and plays K-State at the end of the season undefeated, does KU get in for the first time? And I mean, can you deny I'm, them? Undefeated? Can you deny Absolutely. them? If, if, Kansas, yeah. if Kansas runs the table and they're undefeated, they're going to the playoff 100%. That is going to be shocking. Well, I, it's not happening. 
Yeah, yeah I don't look, think so. I, I, I love what Kansas is doing right now, but look at their schedule coming up. Yeah. Do you think that they're going to run the table with their remaining schedule? Man, go put go put some money on that because you'll be one rich individual. Well, I'm I'm really seriously thinking about laying three K on KU to winning the division because it's thirty plus three thousand is the odds. Oh, they, Wait they till could, this they could game. Win the Big Twelve, but they're not doing yeah. it undefeated. So they got TCU, Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State left. Game, game days there this weekend too, which is awesome, by the way. Right. Yes. Um. Man, interesting. So but that would be the team to bet on. Again. They have TCU. Who do they have? TCU. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, huh? Texas. Yeah, that's pretty ruthless. And then they, Well, that's not the end. They, end, they end in Manhattan against K-State. Also pretty ruthless. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, if they do pull it off, then that's that's one hell of a run right there. But, but listen to the teams we just said. Oklahoma and Texas, they could easily beat, we think. I think you agree. I think they could beat both of those teams based on what we've seen this year. I don't know. And, and, and now Oklahoma State, are they really the real deal? And is TC, if they can buy TCU this week, you gotta be, you got to be saying KU has a chance to go undefeated. I, I, look, I'm not going to say any of those games are going to be easy, especially you know on the road conference games in the Big 12 when you – haven't had success in the past. The pressure is going to just mount each and every week. Um, but I will say this. They're playing meaningful meaningful games in, in October and November in Lawrence, and that's that's dope. That's all you really want yep. after being 3-27 and 27 the three years before, four years before. Um, to be was honest it like 0-7 too? Wins, yeah. What was that? Weren't they 0-7? Oh, they were bad, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think the winner of the TCU Kansas game this week probably puts themselves in position to be one of those two teams that plays for the the conference championship. Because let look, I know that Kansas is getting all the shine right now, but what TCU is doing is almost equally impressive. They got a brand new head coach. Yeah. They were dog shit last year. They didn't win a game in the Big Twelve. They were three and eight or something. You know, they, they lost their best player to Ole Miss in the transfer portal, the outstanding running back. And they they looked fucking good, man. They beat the shit out of Oklahoma last week. See, I, I'm just so scared to anoint anyone because I think college football is so shitty. You know what I mean? I, I, I think Oklahoma's shitty. I've been saying it all year. I think TCU is, 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 is okay. We're going to see them this week, and it's going to be interesting to see how they really fare. But Georgia, last two weeks, have looked absolutely shitty. Kent State, fucking Missouri. I mean, the college football landscape to me is just anyone can beat fucking anyone. And I don't think there's a real clear-cut favorite in college football with this transfer portal landscape and how it is with the NIL and everything. And I'm curious to see how this thing unfolds across America. Like, it seems very, very even um, across the board. I mean, there's mid-majors out here beating fucking power fives every week. Every week. Ten of the top 25 lost last week. (laughs) When did we ever see that? Yeah, there's good football teams everywhere. And there's overrated football teams everywhere as well. And it's, you know, with player development and how many players there are everywhere and the way that the programs spring up everywhere from App State to James Madison, so on and so forth. I I love it because I think college football is super dope. And even though it is a little watered down, it's still better than the NFL. And Saturdays are super, super fucking 
you know, competitive and the fans love it and it's sold out and there's real passion and pride there between the fan bases. It's not that corporate shine that the NFL has. The NFL is awesome. No one's sitting here debating that, but it's a completely different feeling in my opinion. And uh, even though college football is watered down and the conference realignment stuff is kind of ruining some things for me, it's still the best way to spend a Saturday, dog. There's nothing better than college game day and then 10 a.m. to fucking 2 o'clock in the morning with that West Coast game just zoned out, winning bets, fucking eating chicken wings and watching the fucking right. play ball on Saturday. That shit is the shit. And then laying mm-hmm. in bed and turn on uh, Hawaii play at midnight. Exactly, dude. Get that fucking West Coast kickoff. All right, Sarah. <laughs> before oh, I, before, I want, so before Sarah asks you these questions, by the way, you know that Oklahoma hasn't lost three games in a row since 98. Will it happen this this week? Oh, boy. <sighs> uh, I'm, I'm taking Texas, so yes. And Venables is gone, dog. Bet, bet me that they don't fucking Kansas right after the game. Oh, that's tough to me. That I, I, that'd be the first. That'd be pretty much the first that I've seen in a while in the soft society that we live in. That'd be a very that'd be a first. I would. Don't I would, they like him out there too? Yeah, but you can like him as much as you want. You lose three in a row in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's true. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sarah. Let's break down Matt real quick. Uh, All righty. I don't know about this. This is risky. Are you ready? Yeah. Sure. Okay, because I'm going to start a dating show for you and JB. Oh, I don't know if you want to do <laughs> that. Hey, Sarah, did, uh, did Deshaun Watson ask the fucking trainer if she was ready? Yeah, he's ready. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Right, ready. Okay, so we're going to do this or that. Are you ready? Lights on or off? Um, On. Oh shit! Sex you're a, on a you're first a sexy date. motherfucker. You're a sexy big individual, huh? You like to <laughs> flaunt that shit. I ain't gonna let well, you he see wants to me. See what he's doing, right? Is that the reason why? Well, I, no. Like I want, I'm gonna Patrick Bateman this bitch. Fucking look myself <laughs> in the mirror. Fucking throw up a gun. <laughs> 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 okay, so sex on a first date or wait a few dates. Wait a few dates. If you give it up on the first date, I can't. Ha- I can't trust you. You're a whore. I don't want to trust you. I want to fuck first time and be done. Nope, not me. Damn, JB. You, if you give it, if you give it up the first night, then you've given it up the first night to somebody else. And I ain't with that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So up, skinny dipping. <laughs> skinny dipping or streaking. Uh, streaking requires running, so skinny dipping. <laughs> what about you, Jamie? Can I walk and streak? I mean, I guess you can walk around in the nude. Is that still streaking? I, I never streak. Well, it's, it can't, if you don't run, is it still streaking? How many miles per hour do you have to be moving for it to be considered no, I'm streaking? Gonna, I'm gonna it don't matter. Just walk. Why, like, why are we avoiding the main walk. fucking thing here? If we're streaking and running, my balls aren't little. They're not small. They're gonna hit something and hurt. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to run ever. So, wait a minute. So when you're running, they move. Oh yeah. When I when I run, my Ooh. nuts hit the side of my knees. 
then why are all these guys runners? What's the fuck? Are you kidding me? Where's their I'm balls not, at? I wouldn't run from a fight. I wouldn't run from a max shooter. I'm not running at all, ever. Whoa. No running uh, from that. My 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 nuts hit my fucking shoelaces, so yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> oh man! All right, blonde I or love brunette? Joe is going. Next question. Blonde or brunette? Um, I'm gonna go with blonde. My ex is brunette. No. What about you, JB? Oh, I'm brunette all day long. I like brunette, but and I don't want to know if they're fake or not or whatever. If you're brunette when I meet you, you're fucking brunette on the birth certificate of our kid. Uh, <laughs> okay. I like brunettes too. I I don't really care. But blondes have more fun. You're brunette though. Cool. I'm yeah. You is that big pretty Why much. You it's fake brunette, but exactly okay. <laughs> do you share food or not like are you drinking out of the same cup uh yeah i'll share food it's fine same thing with the straw would you share a straw i don't use straws thank you thank you fucking matt we don't suck round cylindrical objects sarah yeah, I, don't, oh. I don't like straws not, not real men real men don't use straws, straws sarah i'm sorry I was waiting. I was looking at Matt like, Matt, don't fuck me. You better not use a straw. All right. <laughs> no straws for the big guy. No straws. No. Sarah, I don't share. I don't share. There's a thing out there called mono, the kissing disease. Fuck no. You'll lose 30 pounds. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it, dude. Okay. Next question. Tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. Tattoos. What about hey, you, Jamie? Okay. Real G's don't wear titty and tongue rings. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, if do a you chick prefer has piercings? Ring, probably suck your dick. And if a guy has a tongue ring, he'll. You talking about me or a guy, girl? I'm yeah. confused. At, like, do you, on a girl, would you rather like them have tattoos or piercings? Oh, on a tattoos. girl, uh, both. I like. Uh, I want to see the like the, the the piercings are sexy with the tattoos, but. If like in the nose, it. like the cow nah, piercing. I rather have. I, I like. I like the side. I like the side ring if it's subtle. The one right in the middle, right here. I I can't stand that shit. I nah. that's it. aggressive. If I see that shit, I want to yeah, pull that like fucking it. thing. I want to pull it, or I want to yeah. put my fucking dog leash on it and walk her. It's just yeah. Like put a dog me. leash on it like a bull and go from the back and. <laughs> like fuck Just that shit. I don't want to see no fucking. Like, I don't want to see no big ass fucking ring coming on. out your fucking nose. Show me. Put it on your nipple. I want to see your nipple or your or your tongue. I'd rather have that pierced. <clears throat> okay. All right. Would you rather give or receive? What? What money? What do you think? I no, give money. like I you know. Would money? you rather give or receive? I want to receive money and give receive, or receive what? Like a Christmas present? What are you oral, talking about? oral. Oh, um, <laughs> I mean, can I say both? Because if if it, if that if, look, if the peaches if the peaches staring at me and it's it's beautiful and it smells good and looks good and tastes good, I'm I'm in there. Quick. Like eating ass? Again, we talked about this the other day. If there's, if there's dude wipes there and it's like, you know, we're straight out the club at 2 a.m. and 
I know she's going to be a little salty, but she's a bad bitch, then maybe you're going to have to just do it. Yes. Hey, Sarah, have a look at my fucking production guy. <laughs> he's going apeshit in the back over there right now. Um, Shut to figure out which one of these he's going to cut up. Uh, so I, just, I had, yeah, I had man, to sneak I mean, him in here. You um, get in there. I, you know, it's, it's well, there what, you have it, ladies. This is an old slapdick podcast right here. Reunion is what this show's turned into today. So I apologize <laughs> to all the copyright and sponsors in addition to uh, ad sponsors. But it is what it is. It's um, just, we're just having fun. Let me ask you this, Sarah. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you this, Matt. I say receive for a simple fact that I don't know how it smells <laughs> down there well just sniff you have to sniff i can't sniff dog i can't go down there and sniff because because then you have to have an excuse so if you go down there and then it smells like badussy balls dick and pussy mix i'm like fuck and then she's gonna say why aren't you eating it i'm gonna be like like bitch you stink but do i say that straight to her face do i tell her straight to her face you stink or do i say you know what i gotta go my fucking mom just texted me smell it she knows. Oh, man. If oh it smells God. like tuna, she knows. Yeah, that she, she has to know. That off and it hits you in the face like a fucking, oh. like a fucking wind in San Francisco Bay. Just that ain't good. <laughs> I, I, I'm okay. a giver by nature, but I, I got to say, when it comes to money, I'd rather receive. When it comes to head, I'd rather receive. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's nothing better than that nice break off. Okay. Well, next. Would you rather watch adult movies together or make your own? Hmm. Uh, I'll watch. I'll watch. I swear I'll watch. Yeah, I'll watch. <laughs> JB? Who gets to watch my video, though? Uh, it, well, are you starting OnlyFans? Nah, because I can't. I can't do it. OnlyFans. <laughs> Bro, that would be awesome. Please start an OnlyFans. Please. Please, Jesus. Can we do this show on OnlyFans? just like, right before you're about to start fucking, just start breaking down tape. <laughs> I'm going to be in a fucking G-strap and a fucking have a fucking flip-flops on. Walk up there and be like, now, right before I enter, this is an 11 3 by one look, and Lamar Jackson can't hit the fucking sight route to save his life. Oh Lamar Jackson God. is absolute dog shit. Baby, come over here and get on your knees. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. All right. Next question. Cookies or cake? Uh, I'll take some of that yellow cake. Give me some of that yellow cake. JB? Chocolate chip cookies all day. Yeah, I Bro. agree. All right. This is a tough question. Would you rather be stranded on an island with Courtney Love or Lady Gaga? Courtney Love, like the chick that killed Kurt Cobain? <laughs> yes. Allegedly. Can, can, I, can I return the favor and avenge Kurt? Like, why do we have to be with a psycho? Yeah, why <laughs> Why are those two yes. the Can I have a better uh, option than these two assholes? Okay. Well, I mean... Lady Gaga for sure. Like Courtney loves a psycho. Okay. She sucks. She killed Kurt Cobain. Fuck her. Roseanne or Rosie O'Donnell? Ugh. What? Come on. Why do I have to be stranded on an island with these busted ass bras? Carmen Electra or Pam Anderson? Carmen. 
Jenny or Pam? Jenny. Mm, who else do we got? I'm so lost. I don't even know none of these broads. Yes, you do. Jenny McCarthy or Pam Alexa Anderson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't like fake, like, I don't like, I don't know. Like, it's too much. So who, who's your number one? Who does it for you right now? Who's number one on the JB list? Oh, man. Um, I don't know, man. Fuck. We'll see how this Alexis Texas video pops up on, uh, when I'm on her show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you dog, you. Oh, shit. You uh, I don't know, man. Fuck, that's a tough one. Um, I don't know. Someone, someone I saw on fucking uh, one of those porn thing, porn. What is it? Porn bub? Porn hub? One of those? Porn um, bub. Porn hub. Yeah, fuck. You know, I don't even have that drive. No, Matt is like, you know, back when we were young, we couldn't wait to get to a computer to watch fucking porn. Now I don't give a fuck about no porn. I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you watch no more. I mean, I'm 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 40 and divorced, and I got kids and shit, and I'm just like, I'm over all of it. To be honest with you, dog, it takes a lot for me to like. I don't drink and party and shit, so like, I don't go to the bars to like meet chicks and shit. Right. Like, I'm I'm over all this shit. It takes a lot for me to like. So are you meeting moms at the PTA? Is that what's going on? Uh, I mean, if, if, if that's where I got to meet them, that's, uh, then that's where I got to meet them. But I'm I'm scary, though. You know, like, these liberal moms out in Denver are scared shitless of me. Are they wearing Crocs and driving Subarus? Oh, man, I'll tell you. If, if, if she gets out of the car <laughs> and she has Crocs and, like, knee-long shorts on and she's Holy driving a Subaru, I bet you, I bet you that Badissi smells like... <laughs> It smells like granola and fear. <laughs> like pine trees. That's how I envision it. Like disgusting. Just... <laughs> Dirty hot dog water. I haven't showered in four days. Right. Dirty hot Gross. dog water. Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking disgusting. Holy Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. Nasty. Uh, the last, uh, last thing. Are there any other perverted questions for me today? <laughs> I'm such a pervert. I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, is it true that O-line guys are better in bed? You're fucking right. <laughs> yeah, we have attention to detail. Oh. Tr- trust me this. Trust me this. All right? We're the one position group where there's we're probably not as good looking as the other position groups. All right? So you if there's uh, if you're if you're a baddie and you want some attention to detail, most of us are carrying around hammers too. Don't get it wrong. So, I'm just saying, get yourself one of these big, big O linemen, and they'll they know how to, uh, you know, tight fits yep. and squeeze gaps and things of that nature. So <laughs> there you go, big, ladies. Big fingers. Hey, ask me, Sarah. Fingers. Ask me. Very handsy. We're not. Are they better quarterbacks? Where it's all about them and shit. Ask me, Sarah. Are quarterbacks better in bed than O-linemen? O-linemen's attention to detail. Quarterbacks, get it out quick. I'm out of here. I'll holler at you guys later. Matt, I thank you. I appreciate you, Matt. I'll see you tomorrow. And uh, everybody, I love you guys. Uh, We're going to break. Me and Sarah will be right back after this commercial break to talk about all things college football. Thank you very much coming on, Matt. I'll talk to you later on. Uh, Peace out. We're taking a four-minute commercial break. Make sure quarterbacks get it out quick. Make sure you never forget that shit, Sarah. 
Um, <laughs> I'll see you in five minutes. Peace. So here's my top five fucking of all time. Tony Gonzalez is the premier tight end in my generation. Not only did we play against each other in high school, growing up together, his old his older brother was actually one of my JUCO tight ends. His name is Chris Gonzalez, by the way. Went to Huntington Beach High School, grew up right up the street. We played together in the play. We actually played each other in high school twice. Um, he also played basketball when I for his high school. We were obviously the number one team in the country in basketball. He was a great basketball player as well. Played at Cal Berkeley with Jason Kidd. Um, Tremaine Folks, another good friend of mine. He was on that squad. Uh, Ed Gray, another L.A. kid. That Cal team was great. I think they lost in the Elite Eight uh, to Duke, I want to say, or North Carolina. But that that Cal team was really good. Tony Gonzalez was a problem in college basketball. Could have played in the NBA. Uh, I don't think he would have ever had the same career, obviously. He would have just been a big, bulky power forward in the, in, in the NBA. You know, he's 6'6". Uh, probably could, you know, at that time. Um, but he was a great inline blocker. He was a great pass receiver and catcher. He always and also was. Uh, he did a lot of things that tight ends at that time were not willing to do. Um, but Tony was a all around tight end who holds most records, and he played longer. That's one of the reasons I cannot put Gronk in there. I do think Gronk is probably the most talented tight end to play the game, but I don't put him there because I think he's played 11 years. He's only 33 years old, and I don't think you can put him as the best already. I think he scored in three of his four Super Bowl victories. Um. But anyway, Ozzie Newsom's my number two tight end. Ozzie Newsom redefined the position. He is what the Antonio Gates of the world, the Shannon Sharps, all those guys became later. Ozzie Newsom, also a friend of mine who, who was the player personnel of the Baltimore Ravens for a long time, a guy named Art Perkins who played running back for the San Diego Chargers, L.A. Rams, actually was a Compton College alum who was a coach at Compton College who coached my coach, who also allowed me to come into OTAs and minicamp with the Ravens way back for a couple days. Art Perkins is a great guy. Learned from Ozzie Newsome. Uh, played in that era. Ozzie Newsome was a different human. People don't realize that. Everyone wants to talk about the firemen and the plumbers and shit. The JJ Reddit quote, which will, okay, well, how's that going now? <laughs> now that all these old school motherfuckers have came out and showed you that you fucking bitch made motherfuckers could never even have played in our era. A little less fucking played every game in our era. But anyway, Ozzie Newsome, I think, deserves a lot of fucking credit for what he did um, as a Colt, as a Brown. Uh, you know, he was original fucking th vertical threat tight end that you did not see. Everybody was inline tight ends at the time. So Ozzie Newsome one of my uh, set number two. I put Gronk at three. I put Gronk at three. Um like I said, I've already talked about Gronk, so I put him. That's where I put him. Shannon Sharp is four. I think Shannon Sharp redefined the athleticism of the position. I believe he was one of the fastest tight ends. His brother was one of the, Sterling Sharp was a freak of nature. A lot of cats don't know that Sterling was possibly a top five receiver of all time who had his career cut short. Uh, 
because of a major neck injury. Sterling Sharp was a freak. You could ask Brett Favre that one. You can ask a lot of people that one. Um, but anyway, I got Shannon Sharp. All right, all right, all right. We're back. We're back. Sarah, are you good? I'm good. Uh, you can't you can't beat this right now, man. We're sitting at the house. I'm sip. I just made me a little cocktail. What is that? It's tequila, ginger ale mixed with squirt. My drink, oh God, too. my, my so daytime good. drink right now. Because you know I'm in sunny Southern California. We don't have hurricanes and shit here. You know what I'm saying, dude? Last night I was watching the news and there was a projected hurricane again coming this way, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up! I'm not doing this again." Wait, is that real? I don't know. Man, I don't know. You, I'd move. I'd move. I, I'm I would just like, cut. I'm out of here. I would cut Florida off. Look, they said California is going to fall off. Y'all will fall off first. No, we're not. But I'd cut you <laughs> off. We're going to cut just, just cut Florida off like 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 Lorena Bobbitt. Oh my God! Well, I have to move. I, I would move to Texas first. Ooh. Well, Texas or Tennessee? Yeah, Texas, one of those two. Texas is a big old place with. Not much in it. But anyway, oh my God. Um, I like Texas. I'm just kidding. I, I do too. I like everywhere. I like Tennessee. Because you know what? You can never talk shit about a state, Sarah, because you might live in that motherfucker one day. Um, okay. Well, right. or you might be like Zach, who is a, he's got all ball nation just in love with him right now. Um, <laughs> okay. What's your take on this Aaron Judge hitting 62 home run deal? Do we care? I don't know anything about this. I, that sounds awful. <laughs> so nobody gives a fuck about baseball, apparently. Does anyone in the chat care. give a fuck about Aaron Judge's 62 home runs? Um, Hector, do you care? Because Barry Bonds hit 73, according to my calculations. I don't know about what you think, but I don't know why we're not even mentioning Barry Bonds on ESPN. But they're sure mentioning fucking Aaron Judge last night hitting 62 home runs. Um I don't want to hear steroid bullshit either because you still got to have hand-eye coordination to hit a fucking baseball. So, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Um, Chris Alave, Sarah, Ohio State, San Diego, California native, Zach Smith recruited, uh, is the lead odds winner of Offensive Rookie of the Year in the NFL. Wow. Do do you... uh, do you think that uh, he's going to win that award on a team that is very, very bad and can't get? Um, is that like another like Derrick Henry situation where Derrick Henry could be absolutely amazing, but he just doesn't have the team? Yeah, um, I don't know. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is a. He's a guy that I think you can scheme and stop because he doesn't have the quarterback that is elite. So right. Derrick Henry's going to hit a wall here in a, in a, in my opinion, very, very soon. Um, That's what I'm saying. If he did have the quarterback though, wouldn't he be a, more of a beast? Yes, but they don't have any receivers right. either. <laughs> right. They got rid of AJ Brown, which is the dumbest fucking move of all time. So... Shit, you know, who knows? I don't know. Um, <laughs> the chat is going crazy. Matthew 14, you want to ask me again about Cam Newton, you dumb fucking idiot? How about you ask me one more time? 
Let's block him. I'm blocking him because he just. I thought you were about to read a, a Bible verse. You were like Matthew 14. I'm like, what? Are we going to church now? Yeah. Jason Richmond says Compton <laughs> and Dominguez Hills. Go Coach Brown. I did not know Artesia had a junior college off the 91 in Santa Fe. They're in Compton near the Arco. I have no fucking idea what that means or what he is saying. <laughs> um, Compton College is on the 91 in Santa Fe. <laughs> so. Uh, I have no idea what he's talking about. It's on uh, 1111 East Artesia Boulevard, Compton, California. <laughs> that is where Compton College is. It's always been there. It's never left. My dad went there. Uh, so did a bunch of NFL Hall of Famers. Um, Sarah, uh, there's a lot of college football to talk about. Penn State lost their DN. And this is real sketchy, the words you young cats try, like sketchy. to say. Sketchy. Uh, there is no reason for him not being there. There's an unknown reason or no reason. And what? Apparently, there's James, a known reason. I don't know. Apparently, James Franklin won't give it up, and they've lost their defensive end, Vilbert Smith. So, I'm what's his name? Vilbert. Is that right? Vilbert with a V. That's cute. Yeah, I don't know if it's Vilbert. Like, do we come up with names, Sarah? As a parent, mm. let's just I'm gonna break this parent parenting up, okay? God. So <laughs> we we have sex, we have a baby, nine months later it comes out, we're in the hospital, we're sitting there fucking waiting for it to come out, and, and then and in the in the doctor that actually helped birth my child, his name was Gilbert. And then do we just say fucking you know what? Let's name him Vilbert. Let's just be different. I hope Vilbert. not. Who the fuck came up with Vilbert with a V? <laughs> Maybe I, that's great, great, great grandpa. That's Papa's name. That's what it is. I, I'm just and they probably call him Billy. Curious. You know? Like, what in the <laughs> fuck are we doing? I, I don't understand this shit. Um, oh, my goodness. Anyway, I want to get into a little college football. Uh, Quinn Ewers uh, looks like, you know, he's going to return. Uh, there, it's the Red River rivalry game, of course, like we just mentioned with Matt. Uh, and uh, if Quinn Ewers is back, is Texas on a course to win out? I don't know. I maybe, I guess. Yeah, go Texas. They're gonna win. They're gonna rock everybody's socks off. They're gonna beat Kansas, and they're gonna just put them in their place. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll see. Uh, We'll see what happens. Oklahoma, um, Texas averages 263 yards a game passing. Oklahoma averages 260. Oklahoma does average 220 rushing a game, and Texas's defense is giving up the run lately. I don't know who's going to win this game. I don't really know, but I'm just going to be very curious. Do you think it's going to be a good game, or do you think it's just going to be slow, or do you think it's going to be like a bunch of like mistakes? Man. Sloppy? I'm curious. Matt, 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 with the ballsy claim that that Oklahoma could fire, they could fire him after three games. I don't know. I don't think they fire him. I, I don't. You think that? Well, I don't know. I mean, because do they expect Oklahoma to win this year? Is is that what this is? Because I, I mean, it's is, his first year. Let me ask you this: Is SC expecting Lincoln Riley to win this year? Hell yeah. At least some games. I mean, I mean, isn't Oklahoma more relevant than USC? I think they used to be. So I mean, you know, why is SC different than, than Oklahoma right now? 
Gosh, when I think of, you know, USC, I think of Reggie Bush. I think of the greats. When I think of OU, I just don't, I don't know. It's hard for me to put them there. They are great, but it's hard to put me in that, put them in that same category because it's USC is just like dominant and OU. I just, I feel like it's because of the conference. I just don't, I grew up with the big 12 conference. So it's kind of different to look at them as anything that's super, super special. I don't think Venables is a head coach. Me knowing the guy, right. Me seeing what he does. I don't see him as a head coach. Um, I see him as a behind-the-scene coordinator. I don't see him as a head coach. And I look at Lincoln Riley as a O coordinator. I don't even look at him as a head coach. But, you know, there, the, Lincoln has the swag appeal, the sex appeal for an L.A. team. I, I'm not saying it like that for me. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that's what these administrators look at. They look at this sexy, right. commercialized appeal and Venables belongs in a norm in Oklahoma. Venables could never come to L.A. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. why SC hired Cliff Kingsbury for about two months before he ended up getting this fucking Arizona Cardinals head job, which is crazy, right? We don't even fuck. How did he deserve that job? We fucking have no idea. He didn't even win in college. He was the OC at USC for three months and gets a fucking Arizona Cardinal job out of fucking nowhere. So, like, it's fucking unbelievable. It's just crazy to me. Um this whole this whole Venables deal is interesting, man, because to me, Sark's in year three. I mean, he's going to be year two, but he's heading into year three, and we're not really talking about him being but on the But he also hot got seat. Arch. You know what I mean? He's still recruiting top dogs. I he's mean, that's what I'm saying, but he's fruits. going into year three. Venables is going to be going into year two. So why, why is Venables going to get fired so quickly is my question. Mm. You know what I mean? Um I don't know. Um, I just I don't think they fire him. Who else do they have? That's my argument. Who who do we have from the coaching pool at this point? Well, shit, Sarah. Who do we have at playing NFL quarterback? I think they're all shitty. Um, let me let me show you this video. I got to show you this video right here because I got to get your take on this. <laughs> Wrong video. Here is here it goes. Curling off the screen, driving baseline. Oh, you fat with a three. Yes, I just said that. That is that man's name. <laughs> I saw this. <laughs> so everyone out there, please understand his name is Ho D Fat. Um and it is spelt like you're a ho and she's fat. Like ho be fat. Like that ho is fat. <laughs> Sarah, my question to you, Sarah. Could you ever marry that guy? My last name is Cheek. So, so you'd be cheek holy oh, fat, oh, Sarah Hobie fat cheeks. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, I could not do it. We would have to change our last name to like Richardson or Johnson or Scott. <laughs> um, Something else. All right, Sarah, let's switch gears. I want to get into uh, college football in totality. I think college football is as bad as we've seen it in a long time. We have a bunch of one-loss teams. Georgia blew out Oregon day one. They haven't really looked great since. Um, Oregon has won three in a row, and they beat BYU, Washington State, and they still have games versus UCLA, Utah, and Washington. They don't play SC this year. Uh, Oh, no, they do. They play them this week. Um, 
Washington's at home. They wrap up the season to end the season with Oregon State, and they still have to win the Apple Cup against Washington State. They don't have to play anyone else um, significantly. On the West Coast, USC or UCLA goes undefeated, plays each other, and then one of them beats each other in the Pac-12 title game with one loss. I'm very intrigued to see if the West Coast gets any love and if – we have multiple California love. We have, do, do we have multiple <laughs> loss SEC teams or multiple loss Big Ten teams get in over a one loss UCLA or SC team? What's your take? So let I me give you scenario. Go let me give you a scenario. Like, let's say Tennessee beats Georgia, okay? Right. And Alabama beats Tennessee. And okay. ten, Tennessee, Kentucky beat each other, one of those teams are going to have another loss. Do one of those teams with two losses get in over a SC-UCLA team that goes undefeated, plays each other in the Pac-12 title game, and loses to each other in the Pac-12 title game in a good football game? Does a two-loss SCT team get in over a one-loss Pac-12 team? And before you answer that one, let's say Ohio State-Michigan slip up. And let's say Ohio State loses to someone prior. Let's say they lose in Penn State, and then Penn State goes on and loses twice. They're out of it. Ohio State has a loss, beats Michigan to give them their loss. And now what one of those teams get in? <laughs> Do both teams get in over the two-loss SEC and leave SC-UCLA out? Or... See, that's why I don't like the four-team playoff, but that's why I do like the four-team playoff. That's why it's it's kind of a speaking out both sides of my mouth on this deal because I, I, I'm not with the trophy and participation trophy era. I want right. to see you earn that, motherfucker. And, I, and that's why I think the, the playoff team should have a conference championship game. I think you should have to win a conference title to get into the playoff. And 12 teams... Is just too much for me, but eight teams I would be okay with, but 12. But teams? I want to see these teams like, you know, what makes March Madness so fun is that you get to see like Winthrop come in and knock somebody off, you know, like a number one seed. So I would love to see things like that happen. I don't want to see freaking Alabama in the championship every year. I don't want to see Ohio state every freaking year. I want to see somebody else in there. I would love to see Utah state. I would love to see like UCLA in the championship or somebody else. I'm so sick of the same shit every year. Yeah, but that's a fan. What if I'm the coach? Like, I don't care what you think. I'm trying to get there every fucking year. And that's what Nick Saban does. Like, that's their job. The fans, who gives a fuck, right? So, like, we got to look at both ways. Like, who gives a fuck what the fans think? We're trying to get there every year. And Alabama's been proven to be there every fucking year. So... Well, this is my argument with the Nikki Saban thing. Give him a tough fucking schedule. Stop giving these Alabama and Georgia these soft cake schedules. Give them a tough schedule and see if they're the freaking ass best in their conference. Every year. Stop Sarah, having to play Austin league, P. Your whole league plays shit schedules. I mean, I, the, the whole league plays shit schedule. It's not just Alabama and Georgia. And it's not just... Everyone's has the money bag. Did game. you see Georgia's schedule next year? No. It's nobody's. Literally well, nobody's. Well, I mean... 
because they understand that the marketplace has been set. The media already has it in their mind that no matter who the SEC plays, if they're Georgia, Alabama, or one of these big power blue bloods, they're going to be ranked. It doesn't matter if they play Kent State, Akron, or whoever. So, hey, Simba, there's 400 members. How about you go figure it out? Because <laughs> I'm running it. a fucking show. Do you want me to stop and teach you how to become a fucking member? I don't know how to run a fucking member. I don't even know. So how about you Google it, dog? I mean, fuck. There's 400 of you motherfuckers that are members. They figured it out. God damn, I can't stand a motherfucker that don't fucking go figure it out. So, TCUKU both went out. They, their only loss is this week against each other. Who gets in? Who has an opportunity to get in? And what team gets fucked? Because one of those teams wins out. Let's just say TCU uh, loses to KU this week. KU wins out. TCU only has that loss. And they don't get to play for the title. They don't get to play for the conference title because KU's in it. So TCU's sitting there with one loss. KU loses the conference title, let's just say, for shits and giggles. Now, they have one loss. That is the issue I have with the committee because that shit doesn't get taken into consideration. And that is why it sucks for the teams at the end of the season to be picked to go on to, go on to the playoff. It's, right. like, it's, like, it's like, fuck, KU wins out. TCU's sitting there. And as you know, in this, in this college landscape, Sarah, if you sit there long enough and teams around you lose... Even though you played and lost, now your rankings are going up because you lost four weeks ago. So now TCU's climbed the rankings. Even though KU beat us, we just climbed them because KU lost at the last game of the season. So like that is what pisses me off. That is why I hate that shit. Here, here's Georgia's schedule right here. Right. UT Martin, Ball Look State, at this. UAB. <laughs> I mean... I mean, that's what the, that's about normal for the SEC, though. That's about normal for the SEC right there. That's about par for the course, Sarah. You guys played Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh's actually shitty. Who's, I just, I can't. I can't. UAB Blazers. Didn't you guys start off with Ball State this year, Sarah? Yeah. Okay, right. I understand that, but I'm, okay. By the way. UCLA played UAB this year, almost lost to them. So my point is, we're in a watered-down fucking college environment. UCLA barely could beat UAB. And I'm just curious, like, you beat Ball State, but you didn't have to actually, like, just fucking throttle them like you should have, in my opinion. I think we did, didn't we? Not like you should have. Like, back in the day, I'm saying, like, that was, that's a 70 nothing game. Nowadays... But we also played with, like, our third string. I, I know. But what I'm saying is it's, it's still, like, okay, well, you didn't absolutely dominate Akron till late in the fourth quarter. Like, that team was, like, I, I just don't see the dominance anymore that I once saw. Like, I guess that's my point. You guys are winning. Like, you want to see them run up the score and then have it be, like, well, remember, just a few years 72 ago. 72 to 6. Yeah. just Well, remember, just a few years ago, that shit took an account into the getting into the playoff. So it was a, it, they took that into account right. on scoring and numbers and as far as differentials. Remember that? So they took this differential thing. So now people are trying to run up the score on you. 
And now you have, we're in this soft-ass culture. You know, a coach just got fired the other day, a basketball coach, because they beat somebody. uh, Jake Jones, I'm sorry, you correct me. Uh, They played South Alabama. Sorry, they didn't play UAB, UCLA. Correction. Uh, I need to get a guy to correct me on when I fuck up. That's a good... Me too. Yeah. You know how I think one of the shows on ESPN has that correction guy that comes in after the show and says, Coach, you misspelled this, you mispronounced this, and you said this. I, that's what I need. Um, well, Paul Feinbaum has somebody in his ear. Oh, yeah. He probably has a dick in his ear, too. <laughs> hey, Paul's a good guy. And they, he probably hears everybody coming. So... <laughs> let me, let me, um, yeah, moderator. Um, I don't know. I'm very, I'm very uh, interested to see how college football, I agree with Matt. College football is, 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 is always fun on a Saturday, but it's not fun when you're watching it and, and you're like, fuck, this competition level is just, it's just, it's just, this is, this is why Sarah, everyone. Okay. You want to ask me JB, why do you think it's no good? It's it's equal. Everyone, you say everybody can beat everyone. This is what I mean, though. When you watch football and it's equal, that means that it is equally shitty. Like the play, <laughs> what? yeah, it's watered down so bad, Sarah. That that's why it is anyone's ball game. Like that is what I mean by having this equal, equitable fucking thing out there. Football's not good. It's just so bad that everyone's in the game. Like, that is what I see out here. <laughs> that is truly what I see. It's so bad, tackling is all-time low. Injuries that are all-time high. Yeah, because you can't play anymore because Karen Sue came in here and said, oh, we got to play slow. Yeah, and nope, well, you can't you, do you, this. You, and no, if he's passing and he's looking, then that's targeting or okay, whatever. Okay, well, you, com- you combine that. You combine that, right? You combine that with the rules and the transfer portal, and everybody chasing the bag, leaving, and these fucking shitbirds out here who are, you know, absolutely just not listening because they're so, they have tuned you out to chase the new green grass pasture bag, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, you know, that is the problem, in my opinion. So, I just love watching on Saturday when I do like to see that Mizzou's about to put Georgia out. I love seeing shit like that. Or a nobody team beating another team. It, it, for me, I'm like, holy shit. And I am automatically tuned to that. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, what, you know, and then you evaluate it. But when it's Alabama and they're running up the score, I don't give a shit about that. Do you think that they had to change some of the things for ratings? Nah, I don't think it's ratings. How much do you think that plays a role in things? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think it's ratings because I think the TV contracts are already in place, so the people have already paid money, so the TV contracts ain't going nowhere, so the ratings aren't going to be low because those teams, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, USC, even though they've been very bad, their their TV ratings are still high as shit. Texas, Notre right. Dame, Notre Dame still has high-ass TV ratings, so those ratings are still going to be there. So bandwagon I, fans. Everybody's an Alabama fan. Everybody's Alabama. And then you got, you know, right. you got the fair weather fans that even though they're in another city like LA, they're 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 Ohio State fans or <laughs> oh my gosh. Penn State fans. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. Like there's more Pittsburgh Stiller and Cowboy fans across America's bar scene every Sunday. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's bars out here that have actually like there's actually like fights out here. Like you can't go in there, dog. That's a Stiller bar. 
Shut up. No, that's a real thing in L.A. Like, you can't go in there, dog. It's a cowboy bar. Like, you can't go in there, dog. That's an eagle bar. Like, that's real out here. Like, you, you motherfuckers get killed out here. Like, in Cali. Cause remember, I don't want to congregate. Like, it's fun to congregate in an, an all-fan bar, but it's fun when there's other fans that are there. Yeah, not in L.A., girl. L.A., rappers are getting killed every day. Remember that. Don't, don't post no fucking thing at rapper. You rappers are getting your ass smoked out here. So this is the thing, though. That's cool. Like, you got to be somebody to get in those bars, right? But this is the thing, though. We didn't have football, remember? L.A. didn't have a pro team for a long time. That is when this thing spiraled out of control. When the Rams left, L.A. is still the number two media market in the world. So we still had the number two most viewed NFL market as far as watching games because we're the biggest numbered state as far as volume. So, like... So football never left L.A. even though the Rams left. But when the Rams came back after all those years from St. Louis, you had all these new kind of homegrown fans navigate to Dallas, Steelers, Philly, Houston, Eagles, whatever it was. So now you get all these fucking bars full of these. Now I'm talking about. You walk into these bars, I'm talking about it's laced with Pittsburgh Steelers shit. It's laced with Eagles shit. It's laced with all this shit. So, you know, that's the problem. Like, that's that's what you see. So, I don't know. Like, uh, I went with my boy last year to the Eagles, this Eagles bar in L.A. It's like a huge bar in L.A. It's, a, it's like a big-time uh, sports thing. It's not, It was a cool spot. It was nice. Um, Were you wearing an Eagles jersey? Fuck no. Um, okay. I don't wear jerseys. I don't wear jerseys. I don't wear Jordans. I don't wear fucking anyone's shit on me but my own shit. Or my, my kids are obsessed. Like, my son is obsessed with Jordans. No shit. Obsessed. You know Jordan hasn't had a commercial or marketing pitch? Or, he doesn't have to. And you know he's he's tripled LeBron James shoe sales? And he hasn't made a fucking commercial in 25 years? It's crazy. And the only well, reason I know I all mean, these little... Does I, Lamborghini have a commercial? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know all these little details because Pat Perez, a, a friend of mine who's a live golfer, that's a Jordan golfer. Uh, I know mm-hmm. all these little details. It's like crazy what Jordan brings in a month and he don't even do shit. Like, he refuses. He won't even go on a commercial. He won't even do an ad, like nothing. Like, he's a billionaire climbing in money every year still because of his shoes and he hasn't done right. a commercial in 30 years. I don't even know what Yeezys are, by the way. I couldn't tell they you what the so fuck. so ugly. I couldn't tell you what the fuck a Yeezy is. I couldn't tell you what a Jordan 27A is or whatever the fuck you call them. I don't give a fuck. I don't wear that shit. You know that movie Alien vs. Predator? Yeah. That's what Yeezys look like. What? That movie. like just like It looks like an alien on your foot. Yeah, I like that movie. <laughs> I'll, I'll never wear. I used to be so scared of that movie. I, I would never wear fucking uh, anyone's shoes. Like I, I, I give a fuck. And and then, and then I'm sure those those fucking shoes. What who are what are Yeezys? I don't even know. I've heard this before. What the fuck are they? Yeezy, ye, Kanye Yeezy. Who? Kanye. <laughs> oh, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be fucking. I'll buy the shit out of Kanye stuff because I'm team Kanye. These Kardashian people oh, are crazy. Hell. That's a weirdo fucking weird motherfucker. No, I think he's fucking brilliant. Uh, I wish I would wear his shit. Fuck no. 
That motherfucker. I'm not gonna weird. buy his stuff because it's outrageously expensive. That but I'm just saying, is weird. I wear. I don't think it's weird. I wear fucking white kicks, Reeboks, Nike, all white, all white Reebok classics, all white fucking Air Force One. What about maybe, the Air Maxes? Maybe Air Force One, but I used to, I don't even wear those no more because they came back famous and popular. And I'm like, I ain't gonna be the fad. I ain't wearing Air Force Ones no more. That's just one of the things I used to wear regularly. Those used to be forty dollars shoes. Now these motherfuckers are like whatever. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm sure these Yeezys are like, how much? $200 or something? Hell no. It's like $600, isn't it? Oh my God. You've never seen Golden Gooses either. There's these shoes that these soccer moms wear. They're called Golden Gooses. They look like they've been worn for three years. They're dirty as shit and they're $600. Wait, I know you didn't just say these Yeezys are $600. I think so. They're expensive. Man, you got me. They might be a hundred, but I thought they were more expensive. You got me. Correct me so if I'm wrong. Fucked up. If anyone thinks I'm gonna spend over thirty five, forty bucks on some kicks, fuck no. Somebody Let's told see. me they're four thousand dollars. This one, Adidas Men Yeezy Boosts. Are those Yeezys or what are you? Four hundred dollars. Man, please. Two hundred. Like, the, the, look at this. Come on. Tell me this doesn't look like some alien abduction shoe. What is that? Yeezy Foam Runner. What the fuck is that? That's what I said. It looks like Alien vs. Predator. I wouldn't wear those motherfuckers dead in a fucking fight. They're like Crocs. Expensive Crocs. Man, that's fucking crazy. And whoever buys those is absolutely should be castrated. Anyone that's funding this motherfucking dumbass. It's with, these jits. Huh? These jits are the ones buying them. You said jit? Jits. That's what they call them. Yeah. That's what the, the street name is, jits. Yeah, jit in Florida. <laughs> jit, uh, jits, Florida. Um, this motherfucker sent me a shoe that cost 10 grand. Yes. Man, please. I wish I, wish I would. I wish I would fucking spend anything over a hundred dollars on some shoes. I wouldn't win. I wouldn't spend shit on those shoes. That shit is unbelievable to me. Fuck no. I bought Gucci shoes though. That's like my splurge. Nah, that's fucking crazy. I bought um, Gucci slides. <laughs> let's get back to some football. Do you think K State stays on a hot streak and beats Iowa State? Dude, that's a hard question. I think Iowa State wins. Ah, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> you think Iowa State beats K-State after the KU game? I fucking hate K-State. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope they lose every freaking game. Minnesota lost to Purdue last week after being undefeated and everyone's hyping them up. Good. They play Penn State. <laughs> This week, can they? I hope Penn State wins. Can they beat Penn State? I hope so. I or I hope Penn State wins. I hope they lose to Penn State. And nobody's talking about this game, but Clemson, Florida State is a big game national. Uh, uh, national Clemson topic. wins. Does Clemson beat them? Yes. We'll be breaking these games down more as we get down into the week later on this week, tomorrow and Friday, but. Um, here on this work boot Wednesday, we gotta we gotta roll with the popular opinions and shit. 
So I just got, you know, Illinois is on a roll right now. Brett mm-hmm. Billima has got them going decently after a horrible season last year. They're actually a decent football team this year. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, can you see P.J. Fleck in Auburn? Can I see him at Auburn? Can you see P.J. Fleck weirdo fucking at? Now, we want to talk about weird fucks. Let, let's let's break down some weird. Let's break down some weird fucks. Okay, let, let's 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 put these. Let's categorize. Let's categorize these coaches. Okay, you you have weird fucks like like the dude that's at the Miami Dolphins, right? Mm-hmm. He's a guy you look at and you're kind of like as a player you're like cringy, right? Like ah, oh, that's fun. Right, he looks weird. like the doctor. He All doesn't right. look like the yeah. coach. Yeah. Then you go to college and you have the over, like the guy that's kind of like extra. Shane Beamer. PJ Flex. (laughs) Shane Beamer. Um, And then you got the guy that's like monotone, but a smart ass, right? You got like the Mike Leeches, Lane Kiffins. Then you got the winner, the grinder that's just kind of, he'll throw some funny shit out there here here and there. Josh Heupel. You got, you got, you got. Yeah, no. You got Saban. You got the serious asshole like Jimbo and Chip Kelly and Harbaugh. And then and you got this fucking row the boat weirdo fuck. <laughs> I do not. I, I believe him and Harson are the same human. So if Auburn were to hire PJ Fleck, I believe they're hiring the same human. And I thought Lane Kiffin would go to Auburn. I can see Lane in Auburn, but I I don't see PJ Fleck in Auburn. I don't see it. Hmm. Yeah, no. I do not see That's that. Weird. You want to row the boat in fucking Alabama? Ew. I don't want to row anybody's boat. I mean, you pay me. I'll Ducks pull boat. trucks. How about this? Yeah. I got a story to tell you. So I hired an O line coach from Minnesota. PJ Fleck got the job. He got the job. He hired a staff. He kept two GAs. I hired a GA from Minnesota to be my O-line coach. He's now the O-line coach at LSU, by the way. So he went to A&M, he went to Texas A&M where he played. Then he went to a- LSU. Then he went to IMG Academy. He's been all over. And uh, I won't say his name. Good dude. Talk to him all the time. Good dude. Um, I used to cuss him out on, in the weight room and shit because these D1 guys are so lazy. And... Anyway, long story short, I said, so what's going on? PJ didn't want to retain you, or could you have stayed? He goes, man, I'm going to tell you something, Coach. So he would meet us at the entrance to the building at 6 in the morning, making sure all the coaches were there on time. So he'd be waiting there at like 5.50 and just sitting there at the office door to the main entrance to the main facility. And the coaches, when they walked in, had to shake his hand and say that I am elite. Oh, my God. That is a true story. God, my witness. I also sent a coach from Independence to Minnesota. He later became the tight end coach there. He's now at North Dakota. He told me a very similar situation and story. He will sit there and wait on you 
And then when you have a meeting later on, staff meetings, which they have at that level two or three a day, he says you have to pound the desk at the, no. at the beginning and the end of the meeting and say, I'm elite at the same time. I'm elite. And clap the table and leave. He it, is. That's cringe. It's. I don't know what cringe is. That's that's a, that's a young word, but uh, it's the same thing as Dabo's running. Like, <sighs> ew. So I'm gonna be honest. You'd have to pay me a lot of money. Like, I, you know, it's hard to say. Like at this age, I couldn't do it. But as a 21 year old, I would have did it all day because because this is your opportunity. So fuck it. Yeah, you gotta bite your tongue. I'm I'm elite. <laughs> I'm elite coach. And, and then you go in and you drink all day and say, fuck, this is a weirdo, creepy fuck. And that's it. why there's a transfer portal. But these are coaches. These are grown men coaching, making right. a living. So I'm saying you, you can't if transfer I'm going portal. and you can't ugh. transfer portal when you're a coach. My son's not going to be receptive to a weirdo. But I'm saying this is grown folks we're talking about. You can't enter a portal as a coach. Not just you can't just transfer and go get a job. But so, what do these kids think of him? If he's like, okay, come on, we're going to do this. They're like, well, you know, the they got to, you know, they got to say I'm elite. I'm not saying that shit. I'm elite. <laughs> I'm good. Oh man. Mm-hmm. I wish I would say I'm elite. I would nowadays though, if you hired me and say, okay, so now you hired JB. All right. Who I am right now. Everyone knows who I am. I'm going to walk in there and I, and I got hired over the phone and I, I took the job. I think I would show up. To take the job at 46 years old, I would show up to take the job and I would walk in. And if he met me at the door and said, I, he told me I had to say it. I would say, I'm elite. And I would fucking slap the fuck out of him <laughs> and go home. That's what I would do. And I would do it just to ha- I would have somebody in the cut film me. And then I'd put it on the Coach AB show the next day. I'd fly back home and put on the show. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I couldn't say it. I'd be like, mm, I'm good. I'm elite. Fuck. Fuck. And that's who we have running this world. No, that's all over the place, Sarah. It's that's creepy. Everywhere. That's who the presidents are at these institutions. Yes, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's who has these positions. Is freaking weirdos. <sighs> oh fuck. I said it about. I said it about. Fickle, or about Fleck. Steve Stahl, why? What are you talking about? I said it. I got coaches there. I know what he says. So, anyway, um, Kentucky has to bounce back, Sarah. They got Mississippi State. Um, Ooh, that should be a good game. Mississippi State's on a roll. Oh no, it should be a good game. Can Will Levis and the Kentucky Wildcats bounce back or is Mississippi State Mike Leach on a roll? <laughs> Go Mike Leach. Like I think Mike Leach is the guy you you would you would you would straddle. No, I would not. Really? That would be so I, boring. It would be so boring. It might not be. He might just be telling you all these crazy things and you just fucking get all wet. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm just saying, like, we, we He's still, a savage. The public is still waiting to hear. You have never told us who the Because coach- I don't know. That's like a real hard topic. I That's what I was thinking about as Mizzou is dragging that ass. I was like, I wonder what SEC coach I would bang. <laughs> like. Would it be Brian Kelly? Hell no. 
Oh my god, kill me. <laughs> no. Can you imagine? Because I don't know which to... Brian Kelly I would get. You know what can I mean? Can you imagine you get him acting like, fake like a, a porn star? Brian Kelly? Can you imagine him trying to act like a porn star? Oh, did you see him dancing behind that recruit who didn't go to LSU? No. Oh my god, it's awful. Oh yeah, it's the, like, yeah, when he was on a recruiting trip? Uh, uh It's awful. Like he needs to go hang out with Dak for a couple of weeks and and work Hey, we did a out. poll, Sarah. We we hit a poll behind your back and we did a poll. And you don't know about this poll. We had this poll privately <laughs> sanctioned. We had this poll privately <laughs> sanctioned. Everybody is every single person has said they think you would bang Lane Kiffin. So I'm just saying, do you want to do you want to address the media? Why the is public? it Lane? Why Lane Kiffin? Is that because he's the like the handsome one out of the bunch? I, I don't know. Is he? I, I mean, out of all of them, I don't have to answer the question who I'd bang in the SEC. You, you guys, I would probably bang Coach Pittman. <laughs> No way. Shut <laughs> up. Hey, man. Hey, it's fun. He's like real Southern and you know what I mean? Then afterwards we can go get KFC or Popeye's. <laughs> Chicken and Dickin. <laughs> wow. Sam, Sam's a big dude. I like big boys. Sam's a big dude. Hey, kudos to Sam if he got, if he got a piece of Sarah. You know, I can't knock it. I can't knock it. Matt, don't be mad. Sam. <laughs> Maybe give you sideline passes for the Tennessee game. He knows. Game. Maybe give you sideline passes for the Tennessee game next year. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> all right, Sarah. LSU, Tennessee. Tennessee. They lost to Florida State week one. They've got Tennessee. Tennessee, uh, they still got Ole Miss in Alabama, and then they got mm-hmm. Arkansas and AM. How mm-hmm. does LSU finish? Let's not talk about your homer ass Tennessee right now. Let's just talk about LSU and that entire schedule I just mentioned. They got to go to the swamp, Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas, and AM. Is Brian Kelly better at four and one than they? Than you expected. Um, no. I, I mean, I, I, I expected him to be Brian Kelly. So I didn't, I didn't think that, oh, he's going to lose this whole season or, oh, he's going to win the whole season. I was like, it's Brian Kelly. So obviously they're going to do good. Um, I don't know. I don't know how their record plays out though. Well, there's a whole lot of iffy, you know what I mean? Yeah. They could they could win, but it just depends. I think this week is a tell-all for a lot of schools, don't you? Yeah, I do. To see, it's like a, a more of an evaluation week. We're going to see what Tennessee can really do with yeah. this game. We're going to see what LSU can really do. We're going to see what Texas can really do. There's a lot of teams. Kansas, TCU, USC, UCLA. Like It's like a... Um, I got news for you real quick. Uh, <laughs> hey, see, chicken and dickin'. 
Um, He's not that bad looking. Um, Michael Lombardi's going to join my morning show on Tuesday, by the way. So Michael Lombardi's going to join the morning show Tuesday morning, 7 a.m. Pacific. Um, I mean, can we get a good picture of him? <laughs> Let me just. But um, so, so KJ Michael Jefferson's- Lombardi, Michael Lombardi was on the Pat McAfee show today, Sarah, and he basically reiterates every single fucking thing I say about quarterback play. So he loves you. That's I why. had to hit him up and was like, dude, you got to be come on the show. So he's going to come on the show um, Tuesday morning on the on the wake up call show. So he'll come on. We'll talk some quarterback play and some football. So that'll be that. Are you going to ask him about Kyler Murray? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that he's a mental midget and fucking absolute <laughs> garbage. Yeah, no doubt. Um. Would you bang Venables when he goes into the SEC? No. What about Sark? Ew. Would you try to go after no. Sark, even though his girl's got all the swag? No. Because his girl has all the swag. I want to be friends with her, not him. <laughs> I want to go shopping with her. I I get that. Um. All right, LSU, Tennessee. I said Tennessee. Where's it at? It's in Death Valley. Are you watching that game? Hell yes. You sure? (laughs) (laughs) What else Um, is there to do? I know. Um, I don't know, Sarah. I'm leaning towards LSU. I mean, it would be interesting, but I just don't think so. We'll have to see what stops Brian. I, I, if they fake injuries, I am going to freaking, I swear to God. I hope Tennessee can win it. I think that that high-powered offense is going to come to a little bit of a halt this week at LSU. Maybe. We are playing in a noon game or 11 o'clock game, their time. Uh, you know, noon game. So that's that works to our advantage. We're not having to play at night. Um, we're wearing our smoky gray jerseys, so we're going to look good even if we lose, guys. <laughs> that's not a good thing, Sarah. <laughs> Fuck it. That's not a good thing, Sarah. <laughs> um, that's not good. Gray is hard, though. Gray uniforms are the shit. Gray they look really good. I, I went all gray when I was coaching at Cabrillo. Then I got him at uh, at Indy. I, I did Indy every, had gray. I did every possible uh, situation. So, you know. Make sure you guys head on over to CoachJBStore.com. You can get all the Fly merch. The first 10 that goes over there and buys something over $35 because of shipping, I will send you a bottle of vodka signed. So go on over, get you some Coach JB show gear, get you some Coach JB gear, get you some slapdick gear, some hate me now, love me later, you name it, short, fat, skinny, or tall, we got it all. CoachJBStore.com. Go check it out. 
Um, Mark S. Cruz sounds like a hater. He said gray jerseys are terrible. That is the worst take of the day. Gray jerseys are the new norm. Gray is the new norm, Sarah. I, I decorate, it is. I, I, gray is a lot of shit. I decorate my house in a lot of gray. My floors, yep. I went gray. I went gray furniture in some areas of my house. Gray is the new, like, feng shui, right? Yeah, my backsplash in my kitchen is gray. Mine too. Mine too. It, it looks good. Marcus, looks Marcus Cruz mad because his fucking teeth are gray. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. It's the new sex term, also. You know, I don't know what that movie's about. I don't know anything about that movie. Oh my gosh! Is that I have to watch it with my mom? Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't even know that movie. I don't know nothing about that movie. It's a sex movie. Like it's like the stay-at-home mom who doesn't get any D. It's like her hallmark for sex movies. Huh. It's their thrill in life. Tomorrow morning, uh, I'm going to discuss everything quarterback play, all the conferences in the NFL. I'm going to break down a bunch of interesting things. Please do not miss tomorrow's show. It's going to be fire at 6 in the morning on the Wake Up Call show. Do not miss that. Um, tomorrow's game, I, I don't know if I asked you this. I know I think we talked Monday do you like the because on the East Coast it's nine o'clock, so you're not too bad, uh, right? The London games six a.m. out here on the West Coast. The, the Packers are headed to London. Um, do you watch those? I know games? I, got a lot of, I got a lot of UK fans, so yay! But I don't like it for America purposes. I, I don't want to wake up early and watch that game. If it was out, like a badass out, game, what the fuck are we getting out of it? Right. I don't know. I, it's just like a hoorah kind of thing. I'm confused, though, because I'm hearing they're trying to get into that market, but I'm like, who the fuck's going to travel there every year? Are we going to play a league over there? Like, the Rams going to travel there every year? Like, who the fuck's <laughs> They better there? make a deal gonna make with the airlines. Flight? Who's going to make that fucking flight? Like, I don't get it. I don't want to do it. The diehard fans. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't. I don't know. Joey B, I would. I would turn it around, man. Uh, Colorado State. Remember, you thought they were going to be good. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to talk shit about Norville Band, but I, I, I you know, I, I just stayed out of it because I know Jay and I know his brother well, man. Uh, I've had buddies coach for him, man. I'm just telling you, I'm gonna stay out of it. But good luck and good luck in uh, Fort Collins. <laughs> <laughs> um Sarah, it's a we're at the two hour mark. Um Thursday night football tomorrow. I got the wake up show. We got tomorrow's Thirsty Thursday. We're gonna get into some more great questions. We got a few people coming on. Uh Friday we have a special guest. Uh I wanna announce it right now. We have a few guests on Friday, but we have a big time guest coming on Friday. Um, he is right in Sarah's wheelhouse. Um, he is, uh, a very interesting, um, guest that will be joining us to be talking about college football on Saturday. And we're going to ask him all things NFL and we're going to ask him about the XFL and the AAF and all the reasons it folded. But SEC great, Alabama Crimson Tide great. Trent Richardson will be joining us Friday right here on the show. 
So make sure you uh, tune in on Friday. Trent Richardson will be joining us. Great Alabama running back. Uh, he will be joining us Friday to talk all things uh, football. We're going to ask him all kinds of shit. He actually played in the AAF as well when it folded and it didn't pay anybody. We're going to get the low and the skinny on that. Um, and then we're going to talk all things SEC Alabama football, and we'll talk about the weekend's games, and we'll talk about the future of the transfer portal in the NIL with Trent Richardson. So Trent Richardson will be on Friday. Um, that's what I'm talking about, Isaac Lords. I think it is a uh, – the show is going to get out of hand, man, soon. You guys better become members soon before we go all members only because we will be going all members only soon to keep the trolls out. So, like I said, we've had some pretty fucking great guests on this show in the last two months. From Brian Erlacher to John Daly, you name it, we've had it. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. We get it all. Um, CoachJBStore.com, go over there and check it out. And uh, get you some merch, get you some gear. And go on over to CanadaDipCBD.com and uh, use the promo code CoachJB. Um, Daquan, I don't believe Ohio State wins a natty this year. Sarah, do you? I don't think so. Philip Choi, I appreciate you. Come a member, dog. $1.99 a month. Best $1.99 a month you could buy. Um, yes, sir, Brian Case, I appreciate you. Yeah, man, the morning show, we get like fucking 450 people in there. 500 people in the morning. It's crazy. Uh, Mean a merger. Yeah, we're gonna we're talking we're thinking about merging the show into the morning, but we'll see what happens. I'm not I don't mind working all day long. Hey, dog, will you get to drink at the house and work and do two things? Hey, fuck it, I'll, I'll do 25 hours a week on shows. That's what I'm doing, Sarah. That's what I'm doing. So so we do mostly we do three hours. This week we've been doing two hours. I know Mac thinks I only we only do two hours. So Max Max a hater. Um, so we do. Let's just say we do two hour average this week. So we're doing. That's 10 hours, and then we do two in the morning. So that's 20 hours a week on the show right now for the morning and the afternoon. So, you know, not bad. Not bad. Um, by the way, uh, let's see here. Uh-oh, is, is uh, Sam Pittman calling you? Is he texting you? No, something about... <laughs> I don't know. Something about a uh, Jumbotron. Oh, is that from yep. Matt? Yeah, I saw that a second ago. Yeah, I, I don't it know. Says, Go balls. It says what? Go balls. Oh, does it? Yes. I thought you said it goes go balls. Um, the protester that Bobby Wagner fucking hit the other day in the Monday Night Football game, he's actually filed a police report against Bobby Wagner. I like, saw you, that. You have to be the biggest pussy bitch made motherfucker in America. Like, how that about we That is so just, calculated. Like, I would choke fuck him. I would choke fuck it's him. It's wrong. Like, if he gets any money out of it, America's fucked. And we all yes. need to move. We all need to move to Ukraine. Um, <laughs> yeah, they've got all of our money anyways. Man, it's unbelievable. Um, we're going to have after hours, Sarah. We're going to have an after hours and after party. Yes. Um, my main man's going to throw the link in the chat. You guys can go on there and you will be screened to come in the show. And we're going to make sure we screen your fucking weird ass. If you're a member, obviously, we know who you are. But if not, 
Um, you're going to get screened, and then you'll come over to me and Sarah. So the stream is right there in the chat. Make sure you hit it on. If you want to come in the after hours and the after party, we're going to join it as we put the audio side up. We're going to end the show and go straight to YouTube only. So everybody on the audio side, I appreciate you guys. Make sure if you're in California, October 22nd, Slapdick Cigars launch here in Newport Beach, California at high times. And we're going to be there from 3 to 8 p.m. doing a signing, a book signing, a whiskey, and a cigar launch. So make sure you come there on uh, October 22nd, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. It is in the middle of downtown Newport, Costa Mesa, where everything is. There's a million bars. You can walk around. It's a great little environment. Come there. High times. Check us out. Great cigar. Slapdick Cuban cigar. Leguero leaf. Hand rolled. You can come get yourself one or many. Uh, on October 22nd. So make sure everybody listening out there shoots us by. Come on by. Have a meet and greet, chill, talk shit, whatever you want to do. Even haters. Haters, you're invited too. I'll have my homies in the bushes lurking, ready to smoke one of you <laughs> dumb motherfuckers. So come on by. No. Uh, appreciate all of you guys coming in today. And uh, pound the like button on the way out of here. And then if you're going to stay for the after hours, stay. We'll see you here on the After Hours in one minute. I appreciate you guys. Make sure you pound the like button. See you at 6 a.m. tomorrow on the Wake Up Call Show. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in and walk into any any type of uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion. And I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture to have. Yeah. The Coach JV Show uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Coach JV Show. Give it to you straight, no chaser. Sarah Blake.